Now back to Happy Hour with Nico and Rick on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the Happy Hour one final time, Nick Standard and Enrique Alvarez. Clary with you on a Tuesday. Appreciate Jacob Padilla for joining us. We'll talk to Erin Sorensen of Hale Varsity tomorrow. Get her thoughts on maybe we'll have an offensive coordinator or wide receiver coach, whichever one they want to go with first. Why would you hire a wide receiver before it? Oh, oh, Rico, that, that's a that's a very interesting question. Why? Very, very interesting point. I hate it here. <laughs> that's a very interesting point there that you make. Why hire a wide receivers coach before you hire an offensive coordinator? I mean, it just makes sense, especially when we were told that. They wanted to hire an offensive coordinator first. Why wouldn't you let your offensive coordinator be involved in hiring the position coaches that will be working within his offense? Yeah. Seems simple. Could be, it can't be more simple. complicated than that, I guess. Yeah. I'm not a head coach at a Power 5 school. I don't know. Yeah. All right, let's 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 talk a little bit of MOB. All right, Rico? Because sure. you're a Yankees fan. I'm a Cubs fan. Both Javier, teams suck. Javier Baez <laughs> decided to sign with Detroit this morning. I mean, I guess. I uh, It was like one fifteen in the morning. I got a notification from MLB, the app, and it was, hey, Javier Baez and Detroit Tigers are close on a multi-year deal. And I'm like, what? This is this is where Javier Baez is going. Mm-hmm. He turned down eight years, $180 million or something from the Cubs last year. Um, and if I was him, I would take less money and go with to the Mets. Go back to the Mets. Go back to the Mets. Be a second play, baseman. Play with Lindor, your buddy. And and now you got Scherzer, you got that loaded outfield with Starling Marte, you got Pete Alonso, mm. but you go to the Detroit Tigers. Man, the Mets are going to be fun to watch. Could have been more fun. It could have been. It could have been better. I wonder who they're going to get for second base. I brought I this know. up to Happer the other day, and he said there's only like two good second basemen in the entire major leagues. Who are they? I don't it's know. Not, it's not tell, Javier. Baez. He didn't tell me, but that was his take on that. So he's like, everybody's looking for a second baseman. There are none. Who who is a good second baseman? I mean, DJ LeMahieu. Yeah, he's great. DJ. I, I can't even think of an other second like, baseman in the league. Maybe. Who else plays second base? Let's just look let's just We're look struggling this. to even think no, of No, no, no. I'm not struggling. I mean, Colton Wong can play second base. There's a lot of guys that Colton can, Wong's a can good do utility. Base. He's, not, I guess he's defense. Yeah. Second baseman. We're just going to look up lists. Because DJ's good on with the bat and the glove. Yeah. There's not many like that. Ozzy Albies. Mm-hmm. Um, Whit Merrifield. Whit Merrifield is an everywhere player, though. Yeah. Cattell Marte. Jose Altuve. <laughs> Sorry, DP. But he is then good. It, then it's Max Muncy, because I forgot that he le- he moved from first to, to second. Okay, then so you got, like, Max Muncy is sixth on this list. I wouldn't take Max Muncy. Seventh is Brandon Lau from no, the Tampa Bay Rays. Wouldn't take Brandon Lau. Jeff McNeil from the Mets, Mike Moustakas, Dylan Moore, Gene Segura. Moustakas is a second baseman. Moustakas isn't a yeah. second baseman. Yes. That's he, a he's lie. Moved. He's moved. Okay, Nick Madrigal, Cubs. We Damn. got him in the Kim- Kimbrel trade. Garbage. Fantastic. Garbage. Tommy LaStella, former Cub. Ryan McMahon at the Rockies. Jonathan Scope, Gavin Lux, Chris Taylor, Jake Cronenworth. Cronenworth is a utility guy. Colton Wong from the Brewers. I like Colton Wong. Yeah, he's 24th on this list. Hey, Colton Wong's good. I would take Colton Wong. I would, too. 
Cubs had an opportunity to sign a, a very team-friendly deal last year, two years, $18 million, and they decided to let the Brewers take him. Tragic. What a tragedy. But so, anyways. Yeah, no, so the Cubs, I don't, I don't know if you saw this, they signed Jan Gomes at catcher. I did, I saw which that. Which basically is saying, yeah, Wilson Contreras, you're on the way out, bro. Sorry, you're done. Thanks for thanks for playing. But what was uh, what was Javi's contract? It was like what six years, one hundred and forty. Six years, one hundred and forty to play in Detroit. Which I, mean, I guess. I mean, he's going to be the guy in Detroit. Yeah, but he strikes out a lot. Um, I'm sure they knew that. Yeah, you're probably right. Also, they just want they want some more flash. I mean, they're trying to bring some more some more eyes and some more. They're trying to put butts in seats in Detroit right now. I I don't. I mean, obviously, they're going to try and win things, but right now, I think they're more in a rebuilding phase, and they want to bring people to the to the stadium to watch. You know, Javier Baez play, and and you know, pay for tickets, pay for concessions, put butts in seats, and make some more money off of this. Because signing Javier Baez to a six year, one hundred forty million dollar contract with what you currently have on the roster is not going to win you anything, really. So we were asked on the text line. About Trevor's story, it sounds like Yankees, Mariners, and the Rockies want to bring him back. Sounds like those are the three teams right now. Give me Trevor's um, story or give me death. So, it, somebody says the Texas Rangers. Yeah, I'm out on that. The um, Yankees are linked to the Rangers in trying to trade for their 26-year-old second baseman. No, shortstop. I don't well, even they know. Have, his, they have two shortstops. I don't even know his name. They but signed he's 26 two years old and he has a gold glove. Good for him. That's That's just fine. Um, there was there was a story that came out earlier today that Jesse Rogers went on Chicago sports radio and said that Carlos Correa is interested in being a part of a rebuild, which means the Chicago Cubs are a dark horse. Why would Carl- Carlos Correa be interested in a rebuild? I don't know. Like he has a World Series ring. That's I just guess, what he said. But and now I would want to win more. The Cubs, not less. He just just tweeted this out. Former Yankees, Yankee Clint Frazier, signing with the Cubs on a one year deal. Hey, you're gonna be, you're gonna love him. Thanks for thanks for the leftovers. You are gonna love Clint Frazier. He is amazing. I appreciate it. I am. I'm glad that uh, he's fantastic. We get Clint Frazier. Yeah. So Wilson Contreras is basically out. He's bye bye. He's on the way out. Um, a couple minutes left here. I don't know if you saw this, Rico, but. People might want to pay attention to the ticket weeknights because tomorrow night on Uptown with 43, Terrence Badgett, he is going to have the champion, Terrence Bud Crawford. The champ is here. He is going to have him over the stream yard. So once again, this is the greatest thing about the stream. We had it with Justine Wong-Arantes. And if you're not subscribed, if you're not following that, make sure you click that little button on there, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube, because tomorrow night at 6 p.m., Uptown with number 43, Terrence Badgett, um, he will have Bud Crawford joining him via the stream, and we'll be able to talk to him. It's going to be awesome. Like, that, that is awesome. Badge, Badge bringing in the guests. Well, also tonight, yes, Eric Strick. Strickland is going to have Spud Webb. Yep. If you haven't heard of Spud Webb, he was kind of a big deal in the NBA. Slam dunk champ? Maybe a dunk contest champion or something like that. I don't know. Just fantastic um, little, just stick around. Ticket weeknight's getting better and better. Had the gymnastics show on Monday. We're going to... Had Nicole's show. Nicole, yes. And she talked about the Blackhawk that she flew in, which was fantastic. (laughs) That's awesome. The video was cooler. I mean, it's super cool. So stick around. Make sure you're tuned into that. Um, Check out the podcast page. You can check those out if you missed them. 
of course. One-on-one -on -one with DP is next. He'll have uh, the ADC playing because the, the football team yeah, decided yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to play. Why are the Seahawks bad? We have 30 seconds. Why are Seahawks bad? Why is Russell Wilson bad? Is, is Pete Carroll going back to college? <laughs> Pete Carroll is not going anywhere. <laughs> I don't know why the Seahawks are bad. Russell Wilson lost his mojo. Is Russell Wilson washed? Maybe. No, he's not washed. I don't the Seahawks so. are just bad. I don't well, know. They don't have they? a running game. But they have so many good wide receivers. But they don't have a running game. All right, we're done for today. We'll talk to Aaron Sorensen tomorrow. We will talk to you then. See you. Adios. On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts.